A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard and you are joining us on our one year anniversary episode. Round of applause. Brendan is here with me as always. Brendan, how are you doing? I'm great. Always great. Cannot actually believe it's already been a year. Like, oh my goodness. How, what, when, why did we actually? It's a bit surreal. <laughs> Pinch me. I'm dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> to start today, we are going to do uh, a couple of happy birthdays from around the world, as suggested by uh, Adrian McGuire, our good friend. Um, and we'll also be doing um, so Brendan will be giving us some of his nicknames that he's been given over the years. And then we are going to be doing some uh, an interesting a rendition of Bible study um, <laughs> as we compare two <laughs> translations. Um, it will be very much enjoyable. You should you should stay tuned for that. Um, but first of all, you're going to hear Logan now mispronounce every single other nation saying happy birthday, um, and then Brendan will do a lovely uh, a lovely and choice um, well done version of his that he selected. So uh, let's start with mine then. Uh, so first of all, it's happy birthday in in uh, American. <laughs> English. Um, then you'll... <laughs> American English, already off to a hot start. Um, Spanish, uh, we have Feliz Compolanos. Um, please don't kill me. Um, <laughs> Italian, Buon uh, Compolano. And then in French, we have Joex en Um So hopefully that is not the worst rendition of it. But now I'll turn over to Brendan for a much better version uh and i'm sure german and russian and all that so take it away brendan awesome <laughs> all right so happy birthday in irish not gaelic people i don't know why people think gaelic is a language it isn't it's a culture it's not a language no he's not ireland's <laughs> gaelic is a language uh in irish it is law breathna bitch uh, those of you on youtube who are reading the inscription on the screen it's clearly not phonetic uh, virtually all the consonants are silent. In German, it is Alles Gute zum Geburtstag. And in Russian, forgive me if I butcher this, friends, it is Zi Layu Iv Ivo Samavu Lodzi Zivu. And if that's not how it sounds in Russian, spare us your hate mail. That is the new pronunciation there. Let it be spoken, let it be done. <laughs> So, speaking of words and pronouncing or mispronouncing things, I've been given several nicknames over the years. Where is this coming from, you may ask? Well, someone wrote an email to us at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. And they asked if uh, I'd expand on any nicknames I've been given. So, yes, we're one year in, and I'm only now revealing my names. Bit shocking, really. So... In secondary school, they call me a lot of things, actually. One of them was Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first in my year group to start developing hair, so they just called me the Nazi. <laughs> they haven't really stopped, so I know it's for different reasons. 
Um, let's see. Then they call me Silent Bob because I've been called Hitler and a host of other names that I cannot say on this show. I just stopped speaking to them. And then they call me Silent Bob. And that got shortened to Bobby after a while, which actually I, I kind of liked, though it wasn't the worst of them. Um, then I've got some friends who call me Dandy. <laughs> you might just think, why not just call like Randy or something? But, uh, you know, it's short for, Dan is short for Brendan. And Brendan was actually the name of some of my friends' family members. So they had to find a way to distinguish which of us they were talking to at a given moment. So uh, they just slapped a spanking little D there at the end. So Dandy. That one actually still remains at certain friends. At university, they called me A. I had a bit of a pretty little liars thing going on. And I used to just breathe on every speck of glass that I could find and just write A's everywhere. Um, later on in life, people began calling me B. <laughs> Some might think that probably should have been the first one. Um, my sister called me Bean One. That's just that, that, that's just a, a thing. Um, sometimes Beanie. Again, don't question it. Just just go with it. Um, <laughs> some people, especially at church, began calling me Bren, which at first I thought was overly familiar. I have to say I really didn't like it. Um, but then when I began writing my own name, kind of like in the world of adulting, when you, everything requires your signature. Even I couldn't be bothered writing the full thing. <laughs> so it's only when I began shortening my own name and signatures that I said, you know what? It's not actually the worst. It's okay. Um, some call me Brenny. Again, I thought I was overly familiar at first and then just said, get over it. There are worse things happening in the world. Um, a couple call me Thomas because it's my middle name, which I'm okay with. But the overly familiar people call me Tommy, which I don't quite like, because I have a Tommy in my family, and it's not me. Um, when I'm introducing myself to someone that I've, I've never met before, um, I often tell them my name is Stephen. <laughs> when uh, I, I restarted work at the end of October last year, I had a colleague, and I... I said hi i'm brendan nice to meet you and she just called me stephen for like a month or two so it just kind of stuck so now when i meet someone for the first time i'm like hey i'm brendan but if you can't remember that stephen is okay <laughs> stephen's my work name uh so long as the way you just go to the right person on payday i'm all right with it some call me by my surname Marit, but only ever that i've disliked with one exception and at Karate, they used to call me the Little Terrier, because I was one of, and sometimes, the shortest. But, uh, oh, I gave it sucks. I didn't care how big the opposition was, if there was a gold trophy for, for on sale, or on offer. Oh, I went for it. Didn't matter how many bones of uh, other competitors got broken. So, are there more? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yes, of course. My brother calls me Rat Boy. <laughs> Sometimes just Rat. He just calls me after work every day between 30 and 30 seconds. Just hurls abuse at me and hangs up the phone. 
So uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't think that's healthy. I like to think not healthy. Really. <laughs> I call him the same. It's fine. So uh, yeah, there's some of my uh, there's some of my nicknames. There are probably more that I'll remember after this recording ends. Uh, but you know what? They're nicknames for another day. <laughs> so uh, obviously, words are very very important things. And uh, they can also be very, very funny things as well, as Logan has recently discovered. He has found the version of the Bible called the Hawaiian Pigeon Translation. So I'm going to call out some citations, and Logan's going to tell us what they are in the Hawaiian Pigeon Version. Let us know at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com which version or which Bible verse you think is the most hilarious. So Logan, in the Hawaiian pigeon version, what is Jesus telling the undercover skulking around the dead of night Pharisee in John chapter three, verse 16? Ah, well, in Hawaiian pigeon, John three sixteen is John three sixteen, And it goes like this. God get plenty of love and aloha for the people inside the world. That's why he seen me, his one and only boy. Cause that and cause and that every that trust me, no no going gonna get caught off from God forever. They're gonna get real nice life that gonna stay to the max forever. John three sixteen. <laughs> I love that it's not even the people in the world who are on Earth. It's the people inside the world. Like, it's the ones burning in hell or in paradise. They're the ones God loves. <laughs> the rest of us are screwed, apparently. <laughs> okay. They're going to get cut off from God forever. They're going to get cut off from God forever. <laughs> Let's see. I get deeper. It's running one in. Nine more to go. <laughs> okay, let's revisit one from a recent video. Uh, this is from the one where I gave the Florida man headlines, and the following video gave you the actual verse. Um, Exodus four twenty five. We've heard the Floridian version. What do the Hawaiians have to say about Exodus four twenty five? <laughs> All right, so first of all, they don't call it Exodus. They call it out of Egypt, uh, 425. So nice. if you're falling at home, you might not find that in your Bible, but that's that's what they call it. Um, so it says, but Moses' wife, Sephora, she'd take one knife, the, the nice knife they make from flint knife rock, and and then they, un, then they undid the, she cut skin her boy. She'd take the small piece skin she went and cut Ooh. off. And touch Moses' feet with them, and um, tell him, I never cut the skin just like God when tell Abraham photo and get the blood all over. I know more husband. There you go. <laughs> this is the word of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> that's what we ha- That's what happens when you get the uh, trend that not. The verse wrong. You're just like, oh, uh, Exodus 4.25. You're flipping through the Bible. Boom. How do I get anything out of that today from my Bible study? <laughs> like, I thought this chapter oh. was on the burning bush. Wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Psalm 58. Whoops. Became one of my favorites. 
after Brie Van de Hodge quoted it in an episode of Desperate Housewives, season seven, Psalm 58:10. What do the Hawaiians have to say? What's God relaying to his church? Well, first of all, they don't call Psalms Psalms. They call it just songs. So this is Songs 5810. Right. Um, that the people that stay do what's right. When they when they see the God pay back the bad guys for what they, they went doing, they gonna come real good inside. Just like God gonna get his feet wet with the blood from the bad guys. So the bad guys, he's gonna get his feet wet with the blood. <laughs> He should just come to Ireland. We've got plenty of rain to keep him wet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Proverbs, and I can't wait to hear what the Hawaiians call that. Chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Well, see, everyone would think that they would keep Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? You're all listening. You're like, they're going to keep that. They're not going to change it. But I have to tell you they changed it. It's called Smart Guys 3, 5 through 6. And I'm not, I'm not goofing off. Like everybody's probably going, this guy's just making things up. I am not making this up. Look up Hawaiian pigeon. It's hilarious. Anyway, verses three, five, and six. It says, uh, "No tink if you know everything. That's all you need. More bet, more better if you go out off, go all out for trust the one in charge. Whatever you do, think about God and what He like for you to do. Then He's gonna make sure nothing gonna jam you up. So." If you're worried about being jammed up, he's going to make sure that that's not what happens. <laughs> I have to say there are a couple of phrases in that that I really like. Calling God the one in charge and sin jamming you up. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's what they say the whole time. So instead of, instead of Lord, it's the one in charge. <laughs> the one in charge. That's it. That's it. The Lord and all his governance and authority. <laughs> okay, English translation of Esther 8 9. Position it as the longest verse in the Bible. How do Hawaiians simplify this most complex of all sentences? Alright, so this okay, you guys are gonna you guys are not gonna believe me when I say this, but Esther 8 9 is called Esther 8 9. Apparently, when they use people's names, they're okay with keeping the names, Boring. but when it's something else to do, they'll change it. <laughs> um, so, Esther 8-9 says, uh, Right then and day, June 25th, the king calls his secretaries full come. They write everything Mordecai tell them for the Jews and the leaders, go- governor guys, and all for the 125 districts from India to Sudan. They write this with the alphabets and languages that all the different peoples use. For the Jews, they use the alphabet and the language too. Voila, Esther 8 9. <laughs> I refuse to watch a single episode of Fox News until they begin referring to the leaders of your states as the governor guys. There, I've said it. <laughs> the leaders and the governor guys. <laughs> <laughs> Although I gave up watching a long time ago, I'll be honest. All right, Second Kings two twenty three. Second Kings two twenty three. Ah, as many of you have noticed, this is not 
Uh, this is not a a name. So of course we're gonna change this one. So this is called the number two book about the king guys. So number two book about the king guys. So uh, <laughs> twenty two twenty three says uh, from from day Elisha go up to Bethel town. When he stay when he stay walk, some young guys come out of the town and make fun of him, and they tell, "Hey, no, come over here, you ball old head." <laughs> Out of of curiosity, what's the next verse? 2 Kings 2, 24. How does it describe the bears coming out and mauling them? I'll finish out the chapter, all right? He turned around and looked at them, and he told the one in charge, uh, put Kuna on top of them, because he he the one in charge guy. Then two bears come out from the forest and attack the young guys, and heart 42 of them. <laughs> then Elijah go on from the Mount Carmel side, and he, from over there, he go back to uh, Samarita town. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. <laughs> All right, Judges 3, 1 to 22. Judges is called leaders. So the leaders, the leaders guys. Um, so the leaders right. guys, 3, 21 and 22. Right. It says, Elhud used his left hand for the small sword from the right thigh, and he stabbed the king belly. Uh, the handle go inside with the blade too. Elhud no pull out the sword from Elgon belly. Then Ehud go out on top of the lani. Judges three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here now. Um, okay, Isaiah 4C31. I can't wait to hear how we all get snatched up on things in Hawaiian. Ah, yes. Well, if you're paying attention at home, Isaiah is a normal person's name. So, of course, they did not change his name. They did not change the book of this Bible. So, it's Isaiah 4031. So it says, uh, but the people that wait for the one in charge, help them. They're going to change for them, come most strong still yet. They're going to fly up just like the eagle with the wide wing. They're going to run, no more come tired. They're going to walk and no more come wore out. I receive it, Lord. Hands wide open. That will be my portion. <laughs> You're not going to come no more tired. You're not going to come no more wore out, apparently. <laughs> I do love coming more tired, but hey, I'll try something new if that's what the Lord wills. <laughs> All right, let's oh give another animalistic uh, Bible verse. Revelation 13, 1 to 4. This used to be my favorite chapter. This, this is my favorite name that they came up with for pigeon for a Hawaiian pigeon because revelation uh, as we know is this is John um, being revealed to from Jesus Christ of what's going to happen. And they call this, this book of the Bible, the Jesus show. Love it. I would watch this on television every single night. Um, but let's, wow. let's get into chapter 13, one through four. Um, you like one, then just like one dream. I want to see one. I went and see one wild animal coming out of the water, and he get ten horns and seven head, with ten crown on top of the horns. On top of the head, all of them got one name that tell any any kin bad stuff about God. 
the wild animal I see, I look just like one leopard, but he got feet like one bear and the mount just like one lion. The dragon give the wild animal his power on his throne and the right one for sure charge at the people with him. One head of the wild animal look like Jalak all bus up like he little little Momaki, but he stay alive. All the people all over the world then went bowed then went blow the that one that one blow their mind because that they stay tight with the wild animal. All the people go down and pray to the dragon because he like give the wild animal the right for to take charge of the people with them and they go down and pray to the wild animal too. Then they like no more nobody all over here get more power than the wild animal. No more nobody can go fight war and war against him like I win. Boom. Revelation 13, 1 through 4. <laughs> Your pronunciation is almost as flawless as my Russian. All right, now we'll have a bonus one. Sorry, ladies, this is just for the lads. Mighty men of God, if you're out there looking for a woman, you need to know how to quote Song of Songs, chapter 4, verses 1 to 2 in Hawaiian Pigeon. If it worked for Solomon, it will work for you. Amen, Give it amen. to us, Logan. <laughs> Uh, this is, they call this the song of love. Of course, it makes total sense Four to one through two. Um, it starts off by saying, I believe it. I'm not exactly sure who's, who's talking to, but how they put it is guy. So guy is talking in this one. So the guy said this, you know what? You're looking real good, honey girl for, for kind. So good. So good looking. Your eyes are full. Uh, your eyes behind your veil. They look pretty. They just like dove eyes. Your hair is just like the goats. The stay come down from Mount Gilead. Your your teeth stay your teeth stay real white, just like the sheep that come up after you wash wash them inside the stream. Now they ready for the wool to cut them. Your upper and lower teeth match. They just like one twin. No more missing teeth. Boom! You got all the women. All the women, not just one, one thousand. <laughs> That's how Solomon did it. He just said it just like that. That's it. That's it. There's nothing a woman loves more than being referred to as a sheep and a goat. I'm a kick. They slap you. Sheep and goat. Mesmerized. <laughs> Just something so sensual about farmyard animals, oh. you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, uh, if you guys would like to hear more uh, Hawaiian Pigeon, please send us an email at from Dublin to Cleveland. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to buy, uh, if you'd like to buy our T-shirts or see our T-shirts, we have them live. There'll be there'll be a link in the description of this podcast episode. Um, and it will also be on our Facebook page if you'd like to buy a shirt and support us uh, as we continue into the next year of podcasting. Um, and like I said, you can send us an email from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com to ask any questions or anything as such like that. Um, but as we close this, this uh, morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to us, um, I will turn it over to Brendan, and he has got our closing passage that is not in Hawaiian Pigeon. It is in whatever version he decides to choose in, but I assume it's not Hawaiian Pigeon. It wouldn't be funny. It would be funny if it was Hawaiian Pigeon. Um, but 
we'll see. Let's I'll turn it over to him as we uh, close it out uh, for this uh, close it out today. <laughs> Sadly, it is not an Hawaiian pigeon, um, but by all means, as soon as I log into this, that is exactly what I'll be doing. Looking it up. This is from the Syrian Bible. And this is the Book of Psalms, or Songs of the Hawaiian Pigeon Gaulish, chapter 103, verses 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And do not forget all his deeds. He who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pits and crowns you with loving devotion and compassion. Who satisfies you with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I don't know about your congregation but sometimes mine will sing that song, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. And I can't stand it. Genuinely, it's my least favorite Christian song there is. <laughs> Why? Because the second that guitar starts playing, up go the heads and the hands to high heaven. I'm like, bruh, <laughs> your soul is not up there. Your soul's in here, friend. Okay, maybe a layer of your soul is seated in heavenly places. <laughs> Whatever. The majority of the layers of your soul are in here, friends. <laughs> I'm like, who are you talking to? Soul is not a name for Jesus, people. <laughs> this is a song. And David is singing to himself. Maybe he was going through a pretty rough patch. In fact, I'm pretty sure he was if he's repeatedly telling himself. Praise God. Because in life you will have disappointments. You'll go through dark times. Right now we're living in days when leaders of supposedly free countries are going out of their way to usher in a one-world government and to make life as painful for a lot of us as possible. There's always sorrow. Every day brings with it a certain amount of evil. And you have to make a decision that regardless of everything else that's going on, you're going to choose to bless the name of Jesus. So you speak to your heart, which is deceptive above all things. It gets very, very confused and it strays sometimes minute by minute. And you have to say, heart, I know you've got certain feelings or tendencies or wounds. But we're praising Jesus today. You speak to your mind. And despite your doubts. Or your fears. Or your anxieties. Or your second guessing. You say mind. We're bowing the knee to our living spirit today. And we're going to praise Jesus. We're going to worship him. And give him the blessing that he's due. And our will, our ability to make choices, to choose good or evil, to choose humility or power, to choose Christ or self, to choose the things of God 
or the patterns, designs, and wayward culture of the world. You say willpower? We're aligning ourselves with the word of God today, whether or not we want to. So even though there'll be times when we'll face incredible evil or incredible pain or disappointment, maybe God promised you something and you thought you saw it and it just slipped through your fingers. Maybe you're in a waiting season and it's showing no sign of ending. Maybe you're just desperate for a friend or someone to love or be loved by and you feel it's only ever passed you by. Whatever that source of disappointment is, even if it's something you failed to do that was righteous or would have been a good opportunity or something sinful you did, even though you knew better or you didn't. Christ has removed all your iniquity from you. What he did on the cross was total, it was sufficient. He says, it is finished, it is completed, it is done. He rose from that grave in new life and that new life is now within you. And you are empowered by his Holy Spirit to choose to live a holy life. A life that's pleasing to God, like a faith, and a life that puts God first, even when it doesn't make sense, even when you don't think he deserves it. So the reason we chose this verse for today is that line, do not forget all his kind deeds. When I first joined the community, the Blimey Cow community, with, through which Logan and I got to know each other, I didn't think I'd get a brother out of it. I definitely don't think I'd get a frickin' podcast out of it. <laughs> and that would be selling t-shirts within a year, because reasons never crossed my mind. I thought I was just doing my good deed for the day. <laughs> Helping other Christians out. But God is so good. Absolutely good. Even when we don't see it. Even when we don't feel it. And he loves you. He's counted the hairs in your head. You might ask yourself, where do you find the time? He lives in eternity. <laughs> he can get the hairs in your head every second of eternity if he so wishes to. But he's addicted to you. He's obsessed with you. He loves you. He is for you. And he's working all things together for your good. So whether or not you see it or feel it, choose to know it. And choose to bless his holy name regardless. Is there any like to throw in Logan before we round up for the day? Oh, yes. Yes. Well, first of all, we do sing that song. Um, but because we're a Baptist church, nobody raised their hands. So maybe you should come visit our church because we don't raise our hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do feel Darn bad for all the people who you just like out at your church so hopefully they're still live and kicking and they're not like dead from the <laughs> all the shots that you shot at them <laughs> um but if i ex to... excommunicated to like one hour of this going live <laughs> um i've said stuff over the years i i think yeah 
<laughs> I think Brendan covered the first uh, the first few verses perfectly. I don't think there's much I can add to it. You know, blessing the Lord with everything we have that because He's done amazing things and forget not all of His benefits. Like He said, uh, this podcast is a benefit that I mean. Mm. I don't. I didn't think would ever happen. It was one of the things I always wanted to do, but I never dreamed that it would actually happen. Um, and for God to have brought Brendan into my life is is a huge blessing. Um, and we can we could go on a bunch of a long time with how many benefits that he gives. Um, but as as we close, I just want to finish with the rest of through verse five. You know, he forgives all of our iniquities. So not only does he gives us all these benefits of you know, these things that he gives us in our lives and people he puts in our lives, but more he gives, he forgives us of our sins. Like we do wrong every single day. Um, I can list off probably if I, if I sit down, I could list off 10 things I did wrong today. And there's probably more that I'm not even thinking of. Um, so he forgives all of our iniquities. So everything we sin, everything we do against him, where we don't choose to follow him or choose to serve him in the way we should. Um, he forgives us of those. Uh, he rede- he heals our diseases. So when we have sickness, when we have um, difficulty and we have struggles going on in life, he heals us of those things. So when we have colds, he's the one who heals us. Um, like he is the healer, great physician. Um, he redeems our life from destruction. So like we're destined for hell and death if we don't know him, but he gives us a way to redeem that to redeem the time that we're not wasting away that our lives are actually worth something and not just destruction and death um so he redeems those he crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies uh every single time even when we go through difficult times god is always being merciful with those because he could always make it worse than it actually is um, his loving kindness and his mercy is crowned. It's like a head. It's like put on our heads. It's just on there at all times that protects us from all the evil, worst things that we could come up with. Cause let me tell you, I have a pretty, I have a brain that can come up with some pretty evil things that could happen to me. And he protects us by his loving kindness and his mercies. Um, and does that for us. He satisfies our mouth with good things. Guess what? We get to eat good food. Uh, we don't just sit around and eat um like astronaut food all the time and it's just mush um if you ever watch those movies that have like sad looking food in them or whatever you're just like wow i don't know how i could survive in the future if that was the case but he gives us good food to eat you know it's not like bugs that apparently certain individuals want us to eat (laughs) it's it's actual genuine good food that he gives us um and at the end, it says your youth is going to be renewed like eagles. That means if if we're truly following God, if we're if we're living for Him, like we're going to age a lot slower than the other people on this earth. Um, all the people who are miserable, all the people who are struggling, who don't know Christ, they they are aging way faster than than they want to. Um, you know, I, I can think of people who, you know, even I would say contemporaries of mine who I grew up with, who have chosen to go down the wrong path and they've gotten into drugs and they've gotten into all this stuff and they they look a lot older than they actually are. Um, whereas God has been gracious to me and, um, you know, helping me continually trusting in him and him working through me continues to renew, re- renew me day by day so that I look 
like I'm 16 and I'm 26 years old. That's only it's only an act of God. Uh, I'm sure there's probably a joke in there that it's because I'm not married or don't have any kids or something like that. But um, I do think it, it the youth being renewed is a thing that it only comes from God. It doesn't come from doesn't come from the world. So if you want to look younger, you want to be younger, you want to be healed of your diseases, you want your sins forgiven, you want benefits, you want loving kindness, you want mercies bestowed on you. Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He'll do these things. They may not be instantaneous as the uh, our our lovely um, prosperity gospel teachers would tell you, but these things will be marks of your life if you continue to if you continue to follow Him and continue to utterly and a hundred percent put your faith and trust in Him. Um, so with that, let me close in prayer and then let's send us on our way as. Uh, we go into the new year. We've got new stuff on the podcast, new things in our lives um, that we would that we hold fast to this of blessing the Lord with our whole soul. So let's pray. Jesus, we thank for, we're so thankful for this day, this day that you've given us. Lord, we pray that you would bless each and every one of us, that you would help us to put our faith and trust in you um, and not in and of ourselves or in and of other things or in and of um, our sins or other things small g gods that we make um lord help us to worship you help us to worship you with everything we have and everything we are lord help us to remember your benefits everything that you've done for us the fact you give us life and breath um from the simplest things of water of air of um beautiful scenery um to the more complex things that you do for us um Lord, help us to remember all the benefits that you have, not to forget them, but to remember them. Help us to remember your uh, that you forgive us of our sins. Help us to remember that when we sin and we do wrong, we can come to you. We can ask for forgiveness. Lord, that you heal us when we have diseases or sickness in our lives. And Lord, it's not always. Sometimes you give us those things to so your so our weakness, your strength can be seen through our weakness. But Lord, we do pray that you would heal any of those who are listening today who are struggling through things. Lord, if it be your will, I pray that you would you would heal them of sickness or any of those things that they're, they're that are going on in their life. Lord, remember that you that you redeem us from destruction. Lord, our lives can be worth something if they're in you. If they're not, they're destined for destruction. We're thankful for that, Lord. And Lord, I'm thankful that you crown us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Lord, that you give us good food to eat. You give us good things um, to have. And Lord, that you renew us every day. I pray that you do that. You do that for every single person listening, for Brendan, for me. You'd renew us every day and not renew us in a worldly way, but renew us in a way that follows you, that our hearts are for you, that we seek you when the sun comes up and when the sun goes down, and that we're praising you and blessing you throughout every single day. Um, Again, give us a good good rest of today, a good rest of the week, um, and help us to do that, to bless you in everything we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everybody. Have a lovely, uh, lovely week. Um, you'll hear from us next week, I'm sure. Brendan, anything you want to say before we go? Yeah. Um, just, you know, that comment I made about people singing to their soul up in the sky, praying it's Jesus. Logan said, I'll probably get kicked out of my church. I love how he then leaves his begun and just began blasting every denomination that wasn't Baptist. So I might get kicked out of mine, but just know if you ever leave yours, no one's letting you through the doors either. So uh, we might just have to set up our own church someday. Congregational too. 
<laughs> I declare myself that pastor. <laughs> let it be written, let it be done. <laughs> Great. He's going to have to start his own church now. The Church of Brendan. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we'll, right, we'll bring that to a close with that. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email from Dublin to Cleveland, uh, if you want to find those shirts, you can find them either on Facebook uh, at from Dublin to Cleveland, or you can find them in the link that's to this episode or future episodes. Um, and we'd love for you guys to support us in that way. Um, we're going to be getting those. I, I'm, I'm ordering mine shortly. Um, so they'll be showing up in my house. I'll be wearing them on these podcasts, you'll get to see them and be like, Oh, those are great shirts. Um, so yeah, it'll be awesome. We, uh, have enjoyed speaking with you. We've enjoyed this whole year and we look forward to hopefully many more. Um, so thank you for your time and see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye friends.